0: everyone and welcome to the NARSA Weekly Update for the week commencing Monday the 29th of November 2021 and to what is our 50th episode of NARSA Weekly Updates. Yes, 50 episodes old today and today being of course the 29th of November Monday evening. It's just gone five past eight my time as I start this recording and what better way to celebrate this milestone than with two Two goal victories in what was a very crucial week for our great club. More on that in a wee bit. It's Gary here again and I'd firstly like to thank you for tuning in and for whomever has listened to some or maybe all of of the episodes to date, a very big thank you. I genuinely mean that. As we sometimes want to do, milestones such as this come with a wee bit of an opportunity to reflect on the journey to date and then. The, the case of the NARSA weekly update to think back to how and when we started, why and what our journey to date has been as well. For our longer term listeners, you may remember that we started with the intention of bringing NASA news to our membership. You know, basically game broadcast information, any RTV logistical information, any convention news, updates and, and basically anything else that we thought might have been of interest to our members. And that's how it all started with Brian and I chatting about that last December time or so and how it's manifested itself is that I'd like to think of it now as somewhat of a Narsa and Rangers weekly news show with content and all things I mentioned previously there and then some additional content like my own interpretation of the football performances and results from the previous week projected information and opinion on games for the forthcoming week shout out information for people's birthdays, anniversaries or whatever else it is NARSA club events that are in the in the planning of the offing and important communications updates centred in and around the club, Rangers Football Club that is from the previous seven days. NARSA friends and family partner competitions and interviews with some Rangers legends and some members of staff along the way. On the interviews we have admittedly taken a bit of a back seat on those for the past wee while but these will most certainly be making a comeback shortly as we get into the swing of things with the invites and announcing of our vip guest list for narsa 2022 as i've mentioned a couple of times before however the interviews that we have managed to host today are with colin stewart of the rangers youth development company and the former players benevolence club at the club david edgar of heart and hand the rangers podcast our mc for las vegas 2022 and good friend of narsa nick thompson who is our very own interviewer on Rangers TV, who does all the big interviews that you'll get to enjoy on Rangers TV and on the official Rangers YouTube channel. Former Rangers Football Club director Paul Murray, former RFC star Arthur Newman, and his compadre on that day, Narsa Partner, five stars very own graham clark uh, rangers nine in a row legend David robertson and also a wee bit of a musical one with stevie dukes the front man from the very successful export from scotland st phoenix so if you missed any of these please go on to your podcast platform of choice or just search narsa communication on youtube and you'll be able to scroll around and find them for a quick listen so some main highlights that we have that we've got to live and, and you know and be part of together over this past fifty episodes. Where the most important one, of course, bringing home fifty-five and what turned out to be an absolute canter with a couple of months to spare. The cancellation of Narsa Twenty Twenty-One, which was originally planned to be held in Toronto, hosted by the Bramalea Rangers Supporters Club. The hotel and events tickets release for Vegas 2022 and the, the stir and communication that went around that. That was a very busy time. The announcement of your new NARSA Executive Committee after this past June's annual general meeting. The reveal of our 2023 convention destination, which is also going to be in Toronto, but this time hosted by the Toronto Midtown Rangers Supporters Club. Our dismal run in domestic cup competitions, which includes up to uh, last or the weekend before last, I should say. Our exit from the Champions League at a qualification stage. Our stop-start season thus far, but Gio's going to fix that for us. And the exit of Steven Gerrard. And, of course, as I mentioned, the introduction of what is surely to be my new best friend, Giovanni van bronckhurst and that's just the stuff i can remember right now there's probably a whole hell of a lot more in there as well so we've managed to cover quite a lot and do quite a lot over over the piece you might recall me saying this before that i was saying uh, to my love erin around about december last year or maybe maybe it was january sometime that if we made it to 10 episodes and they weren't too much work and they weren't crap and the, the listener numbers were okay, and, and the feedback that I received it didn't hurt my feelings too much <laughs> that we might just continue to evolve this. And here we are, just less than a year later, celebrating our 50th anniversary episode. So I'm very proud. In getting us to this point, and really do look forward to us using this platform for NASA and Rangers' good as we move forwards towards, of course, NASA 2022 in Las Vegas and 2023 in Toronto. As I mentioned, I do recall suggesting that the original updates would be around three minutes long with all the stuff that I thought would be sheer worthy and that that got a bit of a laugh in the early stages and of course I blew that timeline on episode one and in every episode since, <laughs> oh well, I know better now and we have settled into a bit of a 20 to 30 minute weekly groove. And the main point for me was essentially, or, or is now, or has evolved into if you missed anything significant on the Rangers front for the past week, tune in here and the chances are it will be covered. And I hope that I've managed to do that to an extent thus far. As I've said fairly regularly over the 50 episodes, if you have any suggestions for any content or ideas on how to further evolve the the pod, please don't ever hesitate to, to reach out and we can most certainly have a chat a- about it, you know. And, and even if you don't want to do any work and it's just an idea, that's okay as well if if you think it's something that might fly and if you are a Rangers podcast consumer invariably you'll compare this pod to other pods that are out there I know I do and, and what we have that's different here is that we have of course NARSA exclusive content and a unique perspective also from an overseas fan's viewpoint and some of the and we do get some from inside the club information through our contacts within the club and and my hope and vision was always that you'd get something slightly different here and at the end of each pod you'd know something new something valuable different in and around the world of NARSA and Rangers it does take a lot of time and effort to bring you info like this in in a handy wee consumable episode on a weekly basis but the great thing is I just love doing the research and packaging it up and learning a wee bit more for myself about what's happening and the various happenings in and around the club. And with that said, I think I'll get on with uh, patting myself in the back and get on with the the regular content starting with this week's games segment. So I did a bit of a rallying cry at the end of the the episode last week to say, please Geo, give us the, the results that we need this coming week. And He did, indeed, two games this past week, the first one being the Europa League must-win game, which we duly did with the required two-goal victory, at this time 2-0, at home against the racists of Sparta Prague, which then guarantees his qualification for the last 32 of the Europa League once more. Firstly, and I'm going to make a wee apology here for starting slightly negatively, but you know what? If we had put in 50% of the effort ...that we put into Thursday night's game... ...into the League Cup semi-final... ...the game before... ...we'd have won the game so easily... ...it's just so, so frustrating... ...to have these lamentable moments... ...and lamentable thoughts going through our heads... ...game to game... ...anyway, onto the positives... ...you might recall that I mentioned last week... ...that based on the Hibs showing... ...I just thought that there was... ...little to no chance... ...that the same group of players would be able to get us... ...the required two-goal victory that we needed... ...my only caveat... It was that maybe, just maybe a Geo saw something in the team collectively and individually that would give us a chance to at least compete and boy oh boy compete we did. The team were absolutely magnificent on Thursday night from literally the first minute when I thought <laughs> I thought we were going to score and right up until the very end when we did have some, some genuine backs to the wall moments and uh, including the Alan McGregor making those two utterly unbelievable, incredible saves. Just how he manages to do this, and, and single-handedly, you know, at that point anyway, guarantee the club the European football after Christmas that we all craved. You know, the Conference League would have been scant consolation, and of course, crashing out completely would have been devastating. The the goals came from two brilliant goals uh, from what seemed to be a rejuvenated Alfredo Morelos. The first coming. A piercing pass from, from James Tavernier to Yanis Hadji, who does brilliantly to slide it across the Alfie to Alfie to blast it home and give us that one goal move, a brilliant move capped by a brilliant finish. And the second came as a direct result of some genuine high line pressing and direct pressing from, from Rangers to, to the Prague defence as they were trying to play it out from the back and their defender inexplicably, but with absolutely superb accuracy, crossed it directly to Alfie to head home his and her second goal of the night. Wow, what a howler the boy served up, but Alfie was where he needed to be to do what he had to do and get the job done and get that second goal. Quite honestly, on another night, both Alfie and Joe Aribo could have had a hat-trick each as the team just suddenly sparked into life and started creating Chance after chance again, after that being a bit of a scarcity under uh, Steven Gerrard's teams uh, towards the end of his tenure. You know, with the the Halloween uh, 6-1 victory over Motherwell aside. And I have to say, you know, a tiny bit more negativity here. The ref was just off for me. Very nice looking hair. You know, the slick back stuff, that looked pretty cool. But the bookings that we got were mostly... Kind of understandable, but every single foul they had on us, it looked like absolute yellow cards bookings. The ref would just play on and then not go back with a yellow card, which was I thought was very very inconsistent. But anyway, we've now qualified with a game to spare, so we can head over to Leon next week and enjoy the last game with no added pressure on ourselves and the the racists from Prague and Bronby The races are only from Prague, by the way. I'm assuming the folks from Brombeer are okay. (laughs) We'll have a real barnstormer game to determine who gets into the Conference League and who's packing it up for Europe for the season. So congratulations, huge congratulations to Gio and his team for really giving us something to cheer about and appreciate on the pitch after a bit of a tumultuous time for us over the last wee while. Our second game was yesterday morning's very early kick-off and a very solid 3-1 victory away to Livingston with great goals from Scott Yarfield, Joe Aribo, and Fashion Sakala. Each goal had, had something different and, and each one was absolutely class and quality. Again, you know, we did have a real lapse in defence from a long ball right through the middle that wasn't dealt with by Connor Goldson which eventually and, and kind of slightly unluckily fell to their guy uh, to nod at home and make it 2-1 and give us a wee bit of, of nerves but like Thursday we just didn't stop and we created chance after chance and, and could have scored more so Livingston can have no complaints and, and I think we got absolutely what we deserved when the When the the, uh, Martindale, the the Livingston manager, comes out afterwards and his biggest complaint is fans having a bit of a laugh and throwing snowballs at the beginning of the second half. I think that tells you all you have to know about his team and his performance. Ironically, last week I also said about this game, um, similar to what I said about the Sparta game, that... You know, it wasn't a game I was looking forward to. And from my from my you know games in the calendar perspective, it's one of the games that I dread most in our calendar because the games are just usually always junk from from my recollection anyway. And then once again, within the week, I'm proved very, very wrong. So I'll take it for the second game in a row because the performance was brilliant and it was a very entertaining game from from the first whistle. So I'm truly starting to think that I might just might be a motivational guru for our team with all this stuff I'm saying and then the reactions that we're getting immediately in the games after time will tell on that one. So there you have it. Two very, very important victories and almost equally importantly, a sudden and dramatic return to form for the entire team. We're back to entertaining and the the team looks like they have a new, renewed uh, energy across every position, a, re- a new renewed one. So it's not just a renewed one, it's a new renewed one. That's how good it is. <laughs> every player just looks fitter, quicker, sharper, hungrier, braver than they have been over the course of the season as a whole to date. So long may that continue. And, and here's just a wee bit of context for you. I was doing just a wee bit of research for this segment earlier in the week. And before last Thursday night, our last clean sheet in all competitions was at home to Bronby on the 21st of October, of October, which is just over a month from, from the game. The game there was the 25th of, of November. And the clean sheet prior to that was away to Dundee on September the 25th. So just about one clean sheet per month is absolutely not exactly setting heading. The, the heather on fire Form So hopefully Geo can work on that and keep things tight at the back. And as we continue our resurgence in attitude, application and form, uh, the, that we will hopefully storm towards 56 with the tweaks that he is invariably making to the team. So before I get to this week's games, uh, I mentioned last week the the heaviness of December 2021 for, for the team. And we have eight games this month. coming month, seven of which are in the league. Thus, as always, December is a huge month for us. You remember, run about this time last season, as a support, we collectively said, if we are still in this, or we're still this far ahead in January, I think we've got a really good chance. Then no one really knew if we'd have another gerard style collapse come January. So after a successful December, we then kind of turned our attention to January and said, right, okay, if we're still this far ahead by the beginning of February, then it's looking likely that we're going to end up champions. And we didn't know. But of course, lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. So here we go again. We have a run-off. I'm just going to go through them quickly here. Hibs away. Dundee at home in the league, of course, Leon away, in the Europa League, Hearts away, St Johnson, Dundee United, and St Mirren all at home, then Aberdeen away, that concludes the month, then on the 2nd of January, we have the Old Firm game at Shark Head, so that's eight games in the space of a month and a couple of days, and a possible um, 24 points that we can we can have if we get those 24 points imagine what sort of position we'll be in then just to be ahead by the end of that period we have some some tough games there of course you know hearts away Hibs away aberdeen away celtic away so not going to be an easy period let's see where we end up after these and see what sort of position we are in this week we do have two league games starting with hibbs at easter road on Wednesday, the first of December, with a two forty-five PM Eastern Standard Time kickoff, that's seven forty-five in the UK. None of us can forget the horror show that we saw at Hamden just over a week ago. So I don't need to overstate the importance that that this mob gets themselves up for games against us, and we only have to be ready to to work, fight, cut out the mistakes, create and take our chances, do everything that we've been doing in the last two games and, and we will win this game. I guarantee it. Other than the 3-1 defeat in the League Cup semi, we did play them at home at the beginning of October in the league and and ran out 2-1 winners with goals from Kamar Roof and Alfredo Morelos. And you might remember that day, as a certain then-manager, Stephen Gerrard, at the end of the game was going round the stands, you know, doing the rallying cry, fist-pumping and getting us all... G'd up after after the game, once again making us believe that he was one of us until he wasn't. Quite simply, we just need the team from yesterday against Levy to show up, uh, you know, the same at Easter Road and we have another comfortable victory and another three points in the bag. Our second game this week is at home to Dundee, who seem to have had a wee bit of a... Upturn in form and fortunes of late. And this one is on Saturday with a 10am Eastern Standard Time kick-off. That's 3pm on a Saturday in the UK. That's quite unusual for our club these days. The last time we played them, as I as I mentioned briefly earlier on the clean sheet stat, was a 1-0 win at Dens Park at the end of September, courtesy of a goal, a relatively early goal from Joe Arrebo. We win these two games and over a quarter of the difficult December slash January run is already in the bag. It's not going to be easy, but that's most certainly the target for us and that's something that we'll definitely be looking to try and do, is win both the games. For shout-outs this week, we have four, four, believe it or not. Firstly, I wanted to wish a belated happy Thanksgiving to all of our NARSA members friends and families in the united states for thanksgiving which was last week i know i'm a week late with this one but in the spirit of the system that we adopted when you forgot victoria's 30th birthday we we do a week before and a week after with all events now so i'm taking that as a plus and i hope that you all had a great and peaceful time with friends and family and managed not to overdo it on the turkey and booze and black friday shopping Secondly, many congratulations to Rangers Football Club's partner club in the United States, Orange County Soccer Club, on winning the USL Championship last night with a very convincing 3-1 victory over the Tampa Bay Rowdies and having just won their first ever trophy in their history the weekend before. With the, the Western Conference Championship, they went and cleaned up the full championship with a victory that was in Tampa, that was away from home. And and having won the, the Western Conference semi and final, semis and finals on penalties, they ended up 3 0 up at half time and then conceded just a one in the second half and managed the game accordingly to get their hands on the trophy. What a brilliant achievement! And I couldn't be happier for our main contact there, Dan Rutstein and all the folks there for a job very well done hopefully we inspire them to victory with our 55th championship back in march slash may and that will then inspire us to replicate what they've done in november and keep the championship momentum going towards 56 for us later in this season as well a great achievement well done to everybody at orange county soccer club i'm sure there's a few sore heads down that way today I also wanted to give a get well shout out to good friend of NARSA, Gary Lynch, who ended up in hospital after some asthmatic challenges this past wee while. Gary is from back home and, and is a regular attendee at the NARSA conventions, a very solid blue nose and is as sound as a pound guy to boot. So please get well soon, guys, and hopefully we'll get a chance to see you in Las Vegas. My friend. And the last one is just a reminder for all Calgary and Area Bears to come and join us at our British New Year party on Friday, December the thirty first at the Palomino Smokehouse downtown Calgary. It's gonna be a beauty and I am really, really looking forward to it. It's kinda incredible to think that it's actually just over a month away now. Man oh man, how does the time go? For our convention update for this week, the main update is that the Las Vegas Loyal Organising Committee have been blown away with a fantastic response to their two excursion tours that they put on sale last week. At the last I chatted with Jimmy Denning from the the Las Vegas Loyal, they were just over 30% sold of both of the events in the first few days, which is terrific. So... Uh, just a wee reminder of, of what the, the excursions are. On Thursday, June the 2nd, the VIP party boat. There is, this is limited spots, only 45 spots available. And on Friday, June the 3rd, if you are not interested in golfing, then you could participate in the Best Day Ever Tour, and there's only 200 spots on that as well in chatting with rosie from our new official travel partner the holiday flight center i know that she is also very happy with the early interest that has come directly on the back of our official site launch and announcement last week of the partnership finally rosie and her team of travel experts can get the chance to genuinely really truly dialogue with the fans and you know and guests of, of narsa who are planning on coming over to truly understand their needs you know which helps them come up with options to get them the most appropriate and cost effective deals that they can for them so i am really looking forward to seeing this mature over time and for everyone involved for the, for the betterment of of the experience of attending an arsa convention if you're coming primarily from back home as i mentioned for a wee while shortly you will receive details about booking and logistical information for the Davy Cooper Memorial Golf Tournament, which is on the Friday, June 3rd, as I just mentioned there. And we are just about there with that. We were doing the final touches to the copy for the website uh, with some of the details and logistics around that, including, of course, the pricing and how to book. So I'm sure, in fact, I'm positive we will have the golf out in the next day or so. And for the Absent Friends football tournament, which is on going to be on Saturday morning, the 4th of June, we are still working on building out the final cost for for that one. We have almost everything in, in play to, to get that organised. Just one last material logistic to add it in and then like the golf, get it out there, get the logistical information, get out to book it and hopefully get these events sold out. I know that the, the guys at Orange County who are organising both events are very keen to try and get it out as soon as we can so that that might be a wee stocking stuffer for some folks who are coming over to the convention also there will be some detail coming out probably not in the next month or so but the sunday leaving do as well i know the guys down there uh have a couple of locations in mind a couple of venues in mind and we'll hopefully have a chance to chat to them about that in early 2022 on the 2023 convention no significant updates on that but more will genuinely follow on that for next week. And just another wee regular plug for a Frequently Asked Questions document that I discuss every single week. If you go to the NARSA convention page, any questions you're likely to have will most likely be answered there. On to other business. I usually skip this section every week because it's not really a whole hell of a lot or our business kind of fits into the other categories. But tomorrow night, which is Tuesday for anyone listening later than tonight, we have another NARSA executive meeting where we will go through our our standard agenda and measure progress on our strategic roadmap for the year. So I'm really looking forward to connecting with everyone in person again and I I look forward to sharing the details of the outcomes of that with everyone on next week's pod. So stay tuned for that one. On to the communications front for this past week, Rangers confirmed the appointment of a new customer services manager. Last week, the article which was published on the website on Friday said Rangers are delighted to confirm the appointment of a new customer service manager to oversee and modernise customer service at the club. David Milburn has joined the club as part of a broader commun- or commitment. My apologies, of a broader commitment to increase customer service levels and spearhead the newly formed customer service division. The new customer service team will work across all support, all club supporter-facing functions, focusing on ticketing, matchday experience, MyJS memberships, hospitality, rangers TV, and retail, and work in close collaboration with the existing units and the supporter liaison officer Greg Marshall. So good news when I reached out to the club and to to David directly via LinkedIn as there was a lot of articles from from folks at Rangers posted congratulating his appointment I got some some very strong and very positive feedback for the work that he's already undertaken behind the scenes which is which is great news. We we will be looking forward to meeting with direct uh, with David directly at some point in the next wee while, maybe this week, or possibly next week, uh, to give him an idea of who we are and what type of of customers we we have overseas, and and get an idea of what his short, medium, and longer term visions are for enhancing the, the Rangers customer services overall, and more specifically for us folks on this side of the pond when we were corresponding. Uh, David did make a point of saying I have been a Rangers fan all my life. That's not why I was appointed to the role as he obviously has some some significant skill set in the customer service area. But it's always better when you have a blue nose working uh, for the club, I think. So stay tuned for more uh, when we get the chance to meet with David. And for now, I'll just extend my congratulations to him and his appointment for his appointment. And I'm very much looking forward to connecting um, his new team to to Narsa with um, with the customer service division creation. You may remember a wee while back, I I mentioned the Rangers shirt book. I can't remember when it was. Maybe a couple of months ago. And, the, and what this book does is an official Rangers licensed product that, that chronicles the official history of Rangers shirts across our one hundred and fifty year history. And the books are coming through a partnership with a company called Vision Sports Publishing. And I'm very happy to tell you that I got a couple of emails this past few days from them confirming that my order has now been dispatched and hopefully will be making its way to me literally as I record this. I have to say, to date, the whole marketing and customer experience and customer service to get this book on its way to me has been absolutely top-notch thus far and then hopefully it will arrive here before too long and the product itself will be in the condition it's supposed to be in and it will be great as a great uh, keepsake and obviously a great read of course as well so I reckon it's a a safe bet that everyone in the UK who's ordered theirs will get before I get mine but I'll keep you posted on what I think about it when I get it and and in case you were maybe on the fence about maybe picking one up if I give it a glowing report you might go out and say that sounds like a good investment but just in terms of the overall experience of the type and style of partners that Rangers are partnering with nowadays the experience has been top-notch as I say thus far so long may that continue with the remainder of the folks that we would get engaged with. For most of the blue nosies listening to this The Rangers AGM will most likely have already taken place by the time we're together. And by the that when I say we're together, by the time I'm talking and you're listening. For any of the keeners who listened right away when it was published, which would be Monday night, and we are a wee bit later uh, recording this one tonight, so the chances are it's probably not going to be anyone but the AGM is planned for 10.30 a.m. UK time tomorrow, Tuesday, November the 30th at the Clyde Auditorium in Glasgow. At the meeting, there are seven ordinary resolutions and one special resolution that will be voted on by the attending shareholders. And from looking at the notice, it seems that it's mostly regular kind of business as usual, stuff with voting on the financial statement director's report, strategic reports published alongside the auditor's report. And there are also reappointment motions for Graham Park, John Bennett and Alistair Johnson and looking for confirmation of the appointment of ASET audit services to be confirmed as Rangers auditor for the year and some authorities for the directors of of the club to be able to allot securities. One of those is in the ordinary resolution and one of them is in the special resolution So some of it to me seems quite easy to understand and some of it is a wee bit beyond me but I have to say it's very refreshing and really has changed days from the AGMs and EGMs uh, where all of the strife and drama and emotion Came from for quite a number of years as things started to deteriorate for the club from 2012 onwards. By the time I wake up in the morning it'll all be done and dusted and I'm sure a recording of the the AGM will be available via Rangers TV or the club's official YouTube channel or both. So stay tuned for that one if that's something that you are into and interested in. And lastly, on the communications front for this week, the club also launched their Forever Together Christmas campaign at the tail end of last week, which is a collaborative cl- cross-club endeavour. And on the on the announcement on the website, Head of Brand, Marketing and Design, Charlene Shore Henderson, said that we are incredibly excited to launch our Forever Together Christmas 2021 campaign this evening at our unveiling event sponsored by Moulton Brown. We have launched the Rangers Christmas Gift Guide with a variety of experiences and gifts for all Rangers fans near and far. We appreciate that the the Rangers fan base come from different backgrounds but we are all united by our love of the club and we want to celebrate that togetherness. It was important for us to showcase the variety of matchday traditions that are shared through family and friends worldwide That's on the video, the accompanying video. We have collaboratively designed, filmed, edited and developed all aspects of the Christmas campaign and advert internally within the club in a strong cohesion between our marketing, design, communications and Rangers TV team which ultimately outlines the one club ethos we have at Rangers. So, the video, as I mentioned there briefly, is is a very good one and the, the merchandise site that accompanies the launch is very well done It does seem though that there is nothing actually materially new that the club are launching per se which is a wee bit unlike the club after what seems to be a new launch of something or other every week or so for the for the past considerable amount of time. But for now, it looks like we are stopping to pause and celebrate Christmas together with a walk through our existing offering, uh, offerings which include all the kits and merchandise and MyJars memberships and VIP gift vouchers and ibrook Stadium tours and the like. So I'll put a link in the blurb for tonight's pod and should you be interested go take a peek and if you are in need of a certain gift for a certain rangers fan in your life go ahead and order away i'm sure the club would be delighted if you did so that will do it for this week my friends on our 50th anniversary episode as always thank you so much genuinely for taking the time to listen and please do share it with whomever you think might enjoy it and until next week please do take care of yourself all the best and here's to geo starting december with the bang that we really need to keep this show firmly on the road. Take care, folks. Cheerio.